You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We've actually been taking calls today on LeBron James and Bronny and would you, will LeBron still be elite at the end of this contract? He signed a two-year extension uh, last year as a player option, so he has this year on the old deal plus a year of the new deal, and plus if he opts in another year of a new deal, he's stated he wants to play with Bronny, and the feeling is whoever drafts Bronny is going to get LeBron three year, or at the end of two years from now. Will he still be an elite player at that point? Would you draft Bronny if that meant you had a chance to land a 40 or 41-year-old LeBron James? Yeah, probably most, most likely. But before we even dive into that, I've been meaning to ask you, Max, in particular, because you sit here when I'm gone, right? Mm-hmm. You slide over and Jay sits here. Mm-hmm. And I came back and I noticed that this chair is broke on the right side. It wasn't oh, that way Lord, prior to this. And I have no point, idea. At some point, I feel like I'm getting ready to fall out of it. Did mm. you break this chair? Nah, not as far as I know. I mean, maybe, but not as far as I know. A follow-up question. Did you Lysol? By the, the way, yeah, by the I way, Keith. I okay. totally Lysol it. I'm 5'11", buck 85. Yeah, but that doesn't you mean you are can't. You are 6'4", probably about 230. You're asking me if I broke the chair? <laughs> it doesn't mean you could have sat in it wrong. I know, no. I mean, it's right. you're right. It's possible, but I have no idea. I, I don't think to, I did. I never, this, like, put it this way. Fixed. I never. It's been broken the whole time you've been here? I never sat in it and felt like, oh, No, I realized it the first time, but I just, I forgot to say something to Max about it, and then I happened to lean on it just now, and I'm like, oh, blank, this thing is loose. You know Max is slick, though. I mean, come on, man. He's slick as a can of oil. That is true, but I don't know how I would have broken it. true. I mean, like, if I spilled something, I would tell you. I, even if I would have, like, sat and be like, hey, did I just break but that? Would, but, but would you like tell it. us, though, because this coffee stain on the rug, you've been telling everybody that it was me when it was well, really because you did you it twice. See, that's what I'm saying. You change the narrative. No, if you, you keep repeating it. change the narrative. And if you will believe it. Jay, if you spill co- No, actually, you know what was funny? He was, like, at a certain point, he's like, man, is there something wrong with your motor skills? Because I kept spilling the coffee. It was always on your left side. On the left side, and then I had a detached retina on my, in my left eye. So I wasn't seeing it. No excuses now. No excuses now. No, no yeah, I still can't see you great on my left side. See. Yo, you know what's killing me because of that? So I went back to the gym. I'm like, yo, I couldn't do anything for a couple months, right? So I go back to the gym. Every time I turn left to go, if I don't see a piece of equipment, I'm smashing my leg. <laughs> I, got every, I got bruises all up and down my leg. I can't see anything. Okay. All right. Jay, Key. Max. Will <laughs> LeBron James still be an elite player? When this two-year extension, two-years contract, which takes him, so we're going into the 22-23 season. So this takes him to the 24-25 season minimum. That's when he decides: Do I do I um, uh, use my player option? Do I opt in? And he'll do that for the team that drafts Bronny. So will number one you be getting in, uh, still a, an all-star plus LeBron James? Jay? Yes. <clears throat> I believe LeBron at age 38, 39 will still be an all-star because he No, no, we're talking about 40, 41, I think, right? Because he's 37, 38 this year, right? You're saying 
38-39, 40-40, 40 I can barely look into what I'm going to do tomorrow, yet alone four years from now. It's a no, long no, way. Two years from now. You guys, two years from now, he'll be 39. Okay, 39. Your math well, that's is what I just so said. off. That's what I just said. I said at 38-39, I still he'll, believe no, but I think it's just age he'll be, 39, he'll be 40 season. 40 years old. He'll be 41 when his son is eligible to play. Right, 41, okay, when his son's eligible. In the eligible. NBA. So he's turning 38. <clears throat> so three years from now. I mean, he'll be bowed in as an all-star. But will he play at all-star <laughs> level? I, I think know, yes. man. Well, I, mate, I know you don't know. We're asking you to make an educated guess. You're a basketball expert. It's 41's hard. 40, you know, it's 41's hard. 41's hard, man. It, it, you, don't say, hard. you don't want to say he can't. But I'll say most likely he will be a good basketball player. <clears throat> He won't be this LeBron that we saw this past season, and he won't be the LeBron that we'll see this season. Here's the part but that's he'll hard still about be it. good. Is that worth, as I've said before, is that worth picking LeBron up if he opts out and using one of your picks, yes. a valuable pick, to pick up his son if that's what he wants. I do a five-star system, guys, where five stars is an MVP, four is an all-star, three is a, rota- is a starter, two rotation player, one replaceable, right? G League replaceable. I think right now LeBron is playing, when he's on the floor, at five stars. Yes. Agreed. I think that he will be more than just a four-star player two years from now based yes. on what I've seen. Yes. That's damn good. Yeah, the only you thing that's concerning two, for me. though. It's longer than two. You got to remember because the team has to project into the following season. You're saying no. Three. He he is his contract is two with an opt. Yeah, his son has three years before he could be eligible to join the NBA. He's got to go through high school two more seasons, then college, unless they change the rules. Let's say they change the so rules. Matt, Let's say here, it's two here's years. here's why I think it's hard for me to forecast mm-hmm. what you would like for me to do. Yeah, is because the last two years. I mean, two years ago, he played 45 games. Yep. Last year, he played 56 games. Like, there's been multiple injuries that have started to occur for him that the wear and tear Slow you of up. The, the style he plays, like, that's the only thing that's hard for me to look into. But a he's a basketball and say, genius, and he's agreed. big. He can adapt his agreed, game. But like Sean you, Kemp can do it. He could do it. But, you know? like, you can be genius all you want. There's an element of luck that goes into <laughs> yeah. surviving the you amount can, of wear and tear that goes into a style of play. genius all you want. But it like, Tom Brady's a genius, but, like, there's luck that goes into it. He hasn't no had a question. catastrophic injury. But let, so, let's say, I think, a, but I think a, you're right, there's no way to know for sure, but my best guess would be he's a 50-game-a-year player who's playing at above an, just a regular all-star level. He's not an MVP anymore, but he's not just an all-star either. He's more than that. At 50 games a year, was that worth taking him? Is that worth take, drafting Bronny if that's what Bron is? And right. From the Lakers, yeah. I'm doing it. Because I'm, I'm the Lakers and I don't, I'm, this is my guy, I'm doing it. But if I'm a team, I'm not, and I own a team somewhere, I'm not doing it if I can't win a championship. I, I trying to win a championship with LeBron. If you gave me LeBron, I could win a championship, I'm going to do whatever I need to. If you're just telling me take LeBron because it's LeBron James, I'm not doing it. The Doc Mark, in ahead. Virginia, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Yo, what's good, fellas? What's, what's good, up, Doc? son? Yo, I got, I got, let Key know he's wrong about how he's thinking about the LeBron joining Bronny thing. Because the revenue it'll create and all the celebrities that it gets season tickets, no matter if it's OKC or even Utah, 
it'll be lit. What celebrity going to OKC, man? Ain't no celebrity going to OKC and buying no season tickets. Come on now. I disagree. Hey, Drake will go. I disagree. Drake will be there. I, I think oh, I, oh, he's going to buy season tickets. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it, Drake will. So let me tell you. If you <laughs> yeah, Drake it, I agree with Doc. If you position it, if oh, LeBron has already positioned it, he Stop. said my last season will be with my son. Mm-hmm. My last season mm-hmm. will be with my son. So you're telling me that OKC wouldn't be packed out every night to see LeBron James let me last be key. forty they're games out anyway, they're Jay. Not. No, but I agree. They would drive more revenue because TV contract, ticket sales, merchandise. Every you game would be on an equity in the team. We would break down every game that LeBron You're James so pitched in. It's more, than re- it's more than revenue, though, Key. It's the thing you always Social talk about capital, at the owner man. meetings. It's You're an owner Social of a team capital. that means nothing. All the, uh, the, 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 the owners with the, of the relevant teams are looking at you a certain <laughs> way, and you know it, and you're competitive. And all of a sudden, when you show up at the owner meetings, you're on Sports oh, Center every that's right. night. LeBron James, at 50 years old, is going to uh, raise the evaluation of your franchise, huh? They're yes. going to be worth more money. Yes. And then he's gone the next day. What are they going to be if, worth? No, I'm saying, but on, you, have, you, get the, you get the social capital that you talk about the owners care about. Yeah, but you're not winning. Social capital. You're not winning the people, now. The people that get social capital, they're winning. Excuse me. The, okay, the let's Bucks take OKC. Got, the Bucks got Tom Brady. They went to a Super Bowl. Let's take, 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 let's take Orlando OKC. Magic. Hold take on. Orlando let's Magic. Let's take OKC right now. If LeBron James was on the Thunder right now with that roster, they'd be damn good. But damn it's good. LeBron James right now, not LeBron James at 41, if 42. 80% of this LeBron James. Even if you just have him like. Udonis Haslam is playing. He's still on the bench. You're telling, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't take LeBron James to be on your. You wouldn't take LeBron James to be on your bench and to play meaningful minutes. Let's bring him on the bench because you know why? Because doing that at 41, because because I talk to people down in Miami and Eric Spolster. They talk about how invaluable it is to have Udonis on the bench, but because of the leadership. Hold on, guys. Let's bring in someone who has watched more LeBron James probably than anyone outside his family since he was in high school. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Brian Windhorst, ESPN, NBA Insider, the Hoop Collective Podcast. Great podcast. What's up, Wendy? Good morning, guys. Why was it important, Wendy? Let's start right away with LeBron James and the Lakers. Why did they have to get this deal done now? It seems like they had some time. Yeah, this is the question that I asked immediately after the deal was done as well. And the answer that I got was, uh, basically, that LeBron was comfortable with uh, everything uh, in L.A. He wants to be in L.A., so why wait? And I said, well, you wait because you, uh, you know, want to have a modicum of pressure on the Lakers. You know, they're considering how much of their future draft assets they may trade to improve this year's roster or, you know, this year's and next year's roster. You may want to apply a certain amount of uh, leverage there while you're sitting with your contract out. I don't think that's a controversial statement. And and what I was told was the Lakers uh, have, uh, you know, have made it clear that they intend to always try to compete at the highest level. And LeBron uh, trusts in that and they want to do it together. So in a way you could say that LeBron kind of gave the Lakers a gift in so much as that, you know, he could have signed this extension all the way up until June 30th, 2023. He didn't have to sign it by any date. And so, um, 
now there will be no, you know, all the, all the problems the Lakers are dealing with, one of them that is no longer on their list is having to deal with the possibility of, well, what happens if LeBron doesn't want to come back? That is now off the board. Also off the board, however, is any optionality he had with his contract for next year, which what I mean by that is, we just saw last year Chris Paul take a pay reduction and, and move out more years to help the Suns uh, build up their roster. This year we saw James Harden reduce his salary for at least one season to help the 76ers add some pieces to that roster. The Lakers, you know, if they keep Russell Westbrook or if they trade him for players with expiring contracts, they were in position to have, you know, $50 million in cap space, maybe even more, maybe $60 million next year. Now that LeBron is signed, you know, that, that limits the options. And, you know, not that I ever thought LeBron would take less, but now that's not even something to be really considered. Wendy, I'm curious, at, at the age of 39, considering what, what moves are actually out there for the Lakers to make? Because I naturally go to, I still don't see, even though the Lakers have given him an extension, I don't see a path in which they could win another title over the next two years right now. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're in title position whatsoever. Um, you know, I think if Anthony Davis is back and healthy and great and LeBron is is healthy, I think they will be a playoff team again. Um, but, I mean, when I say that, uh, you know, they being a playoff team now, is it's, it's nowhere close to being a championship team. And I think that's the message that LeBron sent with this. I think if you want to take an objective opinion on this, and, you know, he would probably push back uh, if he was on this uh, discussion right now. He would probably push back on this. But if you want to take an objective opinion, LeBron prioritized, number one, being a Laker. He obviously loves playing in L.A. and wants to be a Laker. And two, the way he structured this contract, which is to give him an out when his son potentially could come into the league. I don't know if he's going to be ready to come into the NBA in two years, but that is when he is currently – the earliest he's allowed, and LeBron will be able to to, to move in two years. His, his second priority is to leave um, the option to, to play with his son, either in L.A. or somewhere else. I wouldn't say championships are first or second. Now, you could say they're third, but mm. um, I, I, you know, I don't think that you can look squarely in someone's eye and say that signing this extension now was the thing that would do – was the best move for him to give another championship. And – I'm not criticizing that. He has gotten to the point in his career where maybe winning a championship every single season isn't the number one priority. He has not applied contract pressure to the Lakers the way he did to the Cavs. In Cleveland, he was there for four years. He signed three different contracts. The Cavs were always feeling the pressure that he might walk and were always spending money and trading draft picks. The Lakers have have traded draft picks, and they have – going into the tax, but not like the way the Cavs did. And they've never had to feel contract pressure. He signed a four-year deal right out of the gate. He signed an extension two years as soon as he got the option to do so. Now he signs another extension way before he had to make up his mind. He has made it clear his priority is to be a Laker as opposed to doing everything he can to pressure his team to do every, to, uh, to, to go for championships. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Wendy, what type of leverage did LeBron create for his son, Bronny, when he came out with that statement and said, I want to play my last season in the NBA with my son? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I don't know where Bronny is going to be in two years. 
I mean, I, I look and remember where he was when two years ago, uh, and he's uh, subsequently had a knee injury, but he's a lot better player now than he was two years ago. Um, and so I can't, I don't know where he's going to be in two years, but you know, I think what LeBron is going to do is he's going to give Bronny a chance to come to the NBA. Um, maybe he will be an NBA player in two years. He's not an NBA player now, obviously. Um, so, uh, you know, I think the leverage is, is for Bronny. Uh, you know, I don't know what a 41 year old LeBron is going to be. I don't know if there's a team that's going to say, Oh my gosh, if this is a package deal, we're using a first round pick on Bronny James. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be a draft pick at all. He may be uh, a G league guy in two years. I don't know. Um, it's hard to see, uh, but that is a sentimental thing. That is not a competitive thing. LeBron wants that for sentiment and legacy, not because he thinks that playing with, with Bronny is going to lead to a championship team. And so again, I think all of us can relate to getting into our forties and having different, uh, priorities. And by the time LeBronny gets to the NBA, LeBron's going to be pretty close to 40 and his priorities are going to be different. I, it's hard to really tell the landscape between now and then, though. Windy, talking to Brian Windhorse here on Keyshawn J. Willimax. Windy, I, I, I hear what you're saying about that. I think it, if you had to make a reasonable forecast, though, heading into the future a couple of years, given where LeBron James is playing now, about 50 games a year at MVP level, that if I were to say he'll play 50 games a year, give or take, in a couple of years, and not at MVP level anymore, but at, at a high all-star level. I think that's reasonable based on his basketball IQ, size, still his athletic ability, you know, barring a catastrophic injury. Aren't there a lot of teams where if Bronny is maybe a fringy second-round pick, I mean, if it were me, Wendy, I would burn a, the 15th pick on a, in the draft where it may be a nice, useful 3-and-D guy eventually – where I could get that with a mid-level exception in any year to get a high-caliber all-star player on a team that could, with his experience, could maybe put me over the top, make me relevant, get me on sports center every night. Sure, I, I, why not? Like the value LeBron James gives you in that year may be roughly equivalent to the fifteenth pick in the draft over the course of his career, right? Yeah. Not, not to mention Max, commercial you, you could be right. interests, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. Uh, I cannot rule that out, and it would be it would it's something we've never seen before. Uh, we've never seen this dynamic before. LeBron has, has brought us so many different scenarios. Uh, it's possible. It's certainly possible. And um, you know, the Lakers, uh, you know, they don't have many picks at their disposal. They're a team that probably can't afford to use the, the precious first that they have on retaining a player they already have. So that would be interesting. You would sort of feel like you could, especially it's possible the Lakers, you know, the um, uh, the Pelicans have um, control of the Lakers draft pick the next couple of years. Um, it, it, you know, there's, there's potentially a game to be played there with whether the Lakers would even have a pick. But yes, uh, I could see under certain circumstances that that could unfold depending on where LeBron is health-wise and depending on what the team that would try to do it is doing. Does the team have a bunch of extra first round picks? Does the team um, have, uh, you know, is there, do they have depth? Is it worth it? Yeah, I could absolutely see that uh, unfolding. I think we also have to watch and see what kind of player Bronny becomes. You know, it sounds like he's going to head. It, it, it wasn't clear before, but it sounds now like he's going to try to go to college 
and, uh, you know, where he goes and how he plays. I mean, all of those things are going to be interesting to watch. Brian Windhorst, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NBA insider. Check him out on the Hoop Collective podcast. Thanks, Wendy, as always. All right, Wendy. Hey, guys. Have a good day. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Now, time for another Camp Confidential on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel. Ladies say play ESPN Radio. If you have smart speakers, there we are. You can download the podcast, very popular podcast, Key. A lot of people like the podcast. And we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Stephen Holder, Key, ESPN Colts reporter, is with us now. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, how are you guys? Good, man. Top of the morning for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. We can talk some football, though. That's okay. Yeah, no, talking football is part of our job here. We love it. How how has Matt Ryan looked so far for the Colts, different than Carson Wentz, I'm sure? He has looked different than Carson Wentz. I, I think the biggest difference so far, I think, has just been how he sort of carries himself and how he sort of has, I, I think, taken charge of the offense. And And that's not to say that Carson Wentz wasn't capable of doing that, but I think Matt Ryan does that in a much different way, in a much more demonstrative way. You know, my first Matt Ryan story of the season of of training camp was about how 
he has brought this accountability into the building and, and his demanding nature. You know, we look at, at Matt Ryan and we think about the guy with, you know, the, a nice guy who smiles a lot. You know, he seems kind of a low-key dude. He's actually been anything but that. You know, he's, he's really been demanding of these young pass catchers and, and also bringing up, I think, the expectations for what is already a pretty good offensive line. So I, I think that's how he's really made his impact so far, and that's to say nothing of his ability to still throw the ball pretty well, I think. You know, when you, when you look at the quarterback position in the National Football League, you obviously got to have a guy to take you to the promised land, something the Colts hadn't been in since the Peyton Manning days. And now Frank Wright is on his second sign off of the quarterback first it was Carson Wentz now or first better yet it was Philip Rivers then it was Carson Wentz now he's on his third how much pressure is on Frank Reich to get something done after vouching for Carson Wentz and it going south I think he's under a lot of pressure and and I'll give you the context here all right in fact Jim Ursay, the Colts owner was at camp yesterday and, and this came up again after the Week 18 loss last season, down in Jacksonville, all they had to do was win and get in the playoffs. They go down there and they laid an egg. They get knocked out of the playoffs. Jim Mersey, they get back to Indianapolis. They fly back. Jim Mersey tells Frank Reich and, and GM Chris Ballard, get down here and see me in my office tonight. And <laughs> they got read the riot act, okay? Let me tell you, they got put on notice. And so I'm not suggesting anybody's getting fired. All I'm saying is, Last season, or excuse me, this season can't go like last season. It's just not going to be acceptable. Uh, look, last season's ending in part cost Carson Wentz's job. So, you know, it stands to reason that if the same thing happens again, somebody's going to have to pay. Uh, again, it's not a prediction. All I'm saying is there's a precedent there that last year was not good enough and Jamersi was not going to just accept that. So they're, they're expecting bigger results this year. They've also, by the way, signed Stephon Gilmore. They traded for Yannick Ngakwe. You know, they have brought some talent into this team, and the expectations are, I think, justifiably higher. You know, um, talking to Stephen Holder, ESPN Colts reporter here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. You know, it's funny because, you know, Chargers going to Charger, right? Like everyone knows the Chargers are a snake <laughs> bit. A lot of good teams. They can't get over the hump. The Colts won a single Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. Um, but actually, when I look at the Colts, you know, Jim Irsay is not going to tolerate for the way the, the, the season ended. The season almost always ends for the Colts that way. They have a long history of underachieving in the playoffs. People forget now. But Peyton Manning was just awful for most of his career in the playoffs before he started turning a corner with experience. Like, we get blanked by teams like the Jets. Like, blanked. Not even, like, well, they, they, he doesn't have a defense, but he didn't score a point. What, how is this any different? The way it ended with Carson Wentz, right? Is there's kind of like is that one Super Bowl wins kind of like glossing over the fact that this these kind of bad playoff endings are actually an issue with the Colts? Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, and and I think the other point to make here, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it took Peyton five years to even win a playoff game in his career, which people forget, right? When we talk about these young quarterbacks, totally different subject. But anyway. Yeah. You're not wrong. Here's the thing, though. Here's where I think there's a, an important distinction to make. Yeah, they're talking about the Super Bowl, and that's the goal. But, I mean, let's be, let's be real here. Okay, we're talking about, like, win a playoff game, win the division. Like, the goal is right now, not the stated goals. The stated goal is the, is the Super Bowl. But for those of us who are 
you know, sort of taking this in, in sort of a baby steps approach, <laughs> the understanding is, okay, when the division, <laughs> which they, by the way, the Colts have not won the AFC South since 2014, which wow. is crazy. I didn't that even is realize crazy. That. And I think people have kind of forgotten about that because the, the Colts have been forgotten about, right? So that has to change. That just has to change. So I think just doing that, Okay, is a is a big step in the right direction because it would change a, it would change eight years of history. Hmm. You, you talked about some of the guys in Gakwe and, and people that the Colts have brought in. There's a couple guys outside of Matt Ryan that certainly, with the presence of Matt Ryan, could help Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. How has he affected them since joining the Colts? Yeah, I I think Michael Pittman. If you're a fantasy guy. You know, Michael Pittman is somebody to watch because he has had a fantastic training camp. And there is a, a, a timing right now between Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman. The, the Detroit Lions are in this week for joint practices, and Michael Pittman had a huge day against them yesterday. Granted, the Lions secondary has issues. Okay, let's be clear. But that being said, they did what they were supposed to do, the Colts, and they dominated. And, in fact, it wasn't really just – uh, Michael Pittman, it was all the wide receivers overall. So I, Matt Ryan, the, the thing that he is, I, I think, going to bring for these wide receivers is he still has an ability and a and, and a good timing and, and good timing, excuse me, uh, and throwing outside the numbers. And, you know, the Colts have a have they throw a lot of crossers. They're going to work the middle of the field. But uh, but the they're, they've got some big guys in Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce. Uh, 6'3", rookie from Cincinnati. They can play above the rim, and and Matt Ryan can still get the ball out there. So that's one thing. The other thing is Jonathan Taylor, as brilliant as he was last year, I think he's going to get the ball a little less this year, but that can actually be a good thing. They want to get a little more efficiency out of him, even though he was like five and a half yards to carry last year, but they think they can take a little bit of the workload off, get some of these other guys involved, get Naheem Hines involved, uh, he's a, a little bit of an Alvin Kamara-like guy, certainly not as productive, but but in that mold. So that's that's kind of the plan, and and I see both those guys having a big year. They lost the defensive coordinator in Iberflus. How will the defense be now? It's going to be different. It's Gus Bradley running things now, and the the one thing I've learned though in in just a few months that he's been here is that his his scheme has definitely evolved, you know, from the Legion of Boom. This is not the same you know, sort of Richard Sherman-led uh, defense that they, they ran back in Seattle. He's evolved it a lot. Um, and, and I think one of the things you'll see is much more uh, aggressive coverage from the Colts. They were very much a exclusively a zone team in, in the former scheme. Um, they did play some man last year, but they're overwhelmingly a zone team. They'll still be a zone team, but I think they'll be they'll play a little more aggressively, and and they're going to also really emphasize uh, rushing the passer over stopping the run. I think stopping the run was a little bit of a, a higher priority under their old scheme than it will be uh, this year. And I'm talking under the, the Matt Eberflus scheme that they ran the last few years. So they're gonna they're gonna emphasize pressure and they're going to emphasize being aggressive with these wide receivers. I think those are two good things. If you can marry those things together, you might have something. Stephen Holder, ESPN Colts reporter. Thank you for the info, Stephen. You got it, guys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. So, Max, have you guys ever, and Key, have you guys ever been mistaken for somebody else? Because literally a couple of nights ago at dinner, this guy comes up to me. He's like, you're one hell of a trainer. I was like, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you were my trainer at Crunch Fitness. I was like, I don't think I was a tra- your trainer at Crunch Fitness. Like, what are we talking about? Then he was like, oh, I get it. You're on TV. That's it. He knew your face from somewhere. He was trying to place yeah, it. Small yeah, small conversation cr- really? to start a conversation. Really? Crunch, crunch, crunch Fitness? I've never who, do you get, who do you get mistaken for? Not who do people tell you you look like, but who do you get mistaken for in the street? Like when people see you, they know the face from somewhere. They don't know exactly. Idris Alba. Key. Who? You. No. That's a good dude to get mistaken for. I was trying to give this dude a compliment. He didn't even pick no, it up. No, I'm saying that. No, I'm, I'm, I don't really – I don't get mistaken for an individual as much as I just do the what do I do. Mm-hmm. It's the what do – like, do you play a sport type, you know. You're big enough that you fit into that category. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's more that than it is. I think I've seen you on television before. It's just more from riding in an elevator. Oh, it, you're really tall. What do you, you, who do you play for? That sort of stuff. I get who a lot of people kind of looking at my face, trying to figure <laughs> oh, out where they know me from if they don't recognize I me. I hate that. Oh, what sport did you play? I don't play sports. Who do you get oh, you you mistaken for, Jay? Though. Immediately. I don't play sports. I'm a neurological surgeon. <laughs> Jay, who do you I'm get mistaken for? Ah, I used to get Cisco back in the day, which Cisco. is not a good look. I don't know if that's a – I, I used to get Jim Rome back in the day because he had a goatee and so did I. It's as simple as that. No, you're Mike Greenberg. Talking Now I get Mike Greenberg. Back then I got, I got Jim Rome. I, was just yeah, doing, I guess you could get a Jim Rome. People that – They just know casual, sports. He had yeah, a goat, I had a goatee yeah. at the time. So, I you know, see that. With the connecting White sideburns. White dude, yeah. goatee, right, running right. the sideburns. all the damn time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can see that. It's I mean, a, I, athletically – 
because I think, like, from an athlete standpoint, I've got mistaken for, uh, which was Andrew Bynum many years ago. Bynum? How much People weight did you put on? Right? God damn. Yeah, just Andrew right. Frohawk. He stood about six or and, seven and feet. Andrew Bynum, the Frohawk. I've been mistaken for T.O., Years ago, hmm. mistaken oh, for Michael Irvin. T.O. makes more sense than Bynum to no, me. But no, but it's nothing like T.O. But you got to realize people sometimes He's a receiver probably, about the same size. No, they just see tall. Yeah, they right. don't know if he's seven feet uh, or yeah, six yeah, feet yeah, yeah. tall. Well, black he's black, same. got a frohawk. Right. I mean, it's just, he's black and tall. Wait, it's you're, Terrell Owens. Wait, you mean you're not T.O.? Wait a minute. You mean you're not T.O. this whole time? I thought we were T.O. Wait, you're black? Much better looking. Sorry. Much better. Not even you know, close. who you get compared to, too, could be either be an insult or a compliment. Like my father used to say when he was younger, people just think he was Frank Sinatra, and now they think he's Jerry Springer, and he hates it. Oh, that's what a Yeah, because he's like 84, yeah. Hates it. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can listen on your smart speakers. Play ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, it is time to play Take It or Shake It. Shannon, take it away. Oh, Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. Now, Shannon, take it away. All right, there we go. All right, guys, I will throw out a topic for me. You got to tell me whether or not you're down for it or not. Easy enough. Take it or shake it. Keyshawn, I will start with you. Aaron Rodgers will win MVP this season. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. No, I don't think he wins MVP. He, he'll be in the top four, but I don't think he'll win it. Somebody else will get it this year. Um, this may be the year that he actually goes to the Super Bowl by not getting an MVP. I didn't realize he had four MVPs till yesterday. Back to back. That's right. No, but I just didn't. Well, I'm saying he was sitting on two for so long, then he went back to back. Now, damn, he had he got four. Yeah. How many does Tom have? I don't know. Something like the same thing. I think closer on the same, right? I didn't even know that we were doing a segment on NFL Live, and we were talking about Rodgers and receivers. And the bar said four. He said four MVPs. I was like, four. Brady has three. 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 Wow. But 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 seven rings. Yeah, I don't think he wins. Yeah, I don't think he wins MVP, but I think this might be his best shot at actually winning a Super Bowl with this team and his defense. I think Justin Herbert's going to win MVP. Five MVPs? Yeah, Peyton's the greatest regular season player of all time. Just and Brady's like the lot. greatest player of all time. Yeah. Uh, no, that's what I said. It just yeah, seems no, like yeah, a Peyton, lot. man, Peyton dominated the regular season unlike anyone ever. No, regular he was, yeah, season. He was, he was good in the regular season. He did regular a good job season. in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Rodgers. And they like Great him. Regular you know, the media like him. He got all the – he's Peyton, you know. Hey, yeah. how you doing? I think Justin Herbert's taking MVP this year. I think Lamar Jackson's winning the Super Bowl. All right, well, speaking of the Manning brothers, we'll start here. Max, I'll start with you with this one. Eli Manning is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Take it or shake it? Take it. Take it. And I will tell you Take why. Take it? Because sure? every other time Matt Ryan's better than Eli Manning, except when it mattered most – Eli had Eli is the greatest postseason clutch player based on where he normally played versus how much better he got when it mattered most of all time. Of all time. He had two of the Max. best playoff runs of all time. Yeah. I, some of his catches. Two Super Bowls. Were, how many Matt Ryan? Some, some, some of his throws. Well, I was going to say some of the catches from some of his throws were. Uh, how about the one to Manningham? That was good. That was nasty. That was the, that, arguably the greatest throw of all time considering the the, what was on the line. Arguably the greatest throw of all time. Arguably considering what was on the line. You know the greatest throw of all time? What's that? 
San Antonio Holmes from being Roethlisberger in the corner of the end zone oh, yeah, to win great. it all. That, by the way, th- but that, nah. cat, that throw to Manningham was to win it all. No, it wasn't to win it all. It was to put him in position all right, to fine. try to. They don't top, know why they don't see, the top three, the Giants, but, man, but, it was, but it was also a now deeper throw from, than the San Antonio wait, he Holmes. Went, he went from greatest to top <laughs> wait a minute, three. Wait a minute. Three wait a minute. It was a harder <laughs> throw to make. <laughs> Are you out of your damn mind? How do you mind? know you never made a throw? Me too. Me too. Yes. point accuracy. Yeah. The back of the corner of the end zone. How many yards does the ball travel? It doesn't matter. I say it does matter. Okay. Anyway, I would – this is a tough one because I like them both. I love you, Max. But I would, I would shake it, and I think Matt Ryan is – Matt Ryan's career, because of no Super Bowl, looks different than Eli's. But if he wins one – yeah, if he wins one, then there's no no argument. Yeah, they kind of push him in front of Eli, even though Eli has two. It's just you know, any given Sunday, you want Matt Ryan, except the, in the playoffs. The hard so far. thing, the hard thing for Matt Ryan to compete against is the Manning family legacy. Like it's all of that combined with Eli's two Super Bowls. You know, if you combine Peyton and Eli, you'd have the greatest player of all time. <laughs> if Peyton had Eli's juice when it mattered most, he'd have won Archie, six Super Bowls. I mean, it just. I have nothing to say. He beat Favre and Rodgers at Lambeau. Favre and Rodgers at Lambeau. He beat Brady twice in the Super Bowl. They're they're good players, man. They're Hall of Famers, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Just be positive for everybody, kid. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because these are the type of conversations that's Go nowhere. <laughs> Viral. Keyshawn hates Eli Manning. Oh, I don't care about that. Keyshawn, anti-Manning. Anti-Manning. And social media can kiss my you-know-what, so I don't care. Jeez. Really, I, no, I think that, that. Way. listen, he, we all gave our opinions, and that's that. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. <laughs> Social media. <laughs> Shannon, that's, next up. All right, Key. Oh, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys will win a playoff game this season. You take that, or are you going to shake that? What you got? Shake it. Shake, shake it. it. Shake I, I don't believe that they'll win a playoff game. The only way they win a playoff game is if they get, like, they would have, like, the two seed and then they would play like the the fifth seed and the fifth seed would be like the Eagles or something <laughs> like that, right? Uh, or the Giants and then they can beat them because I don't see them beating the Saints. Carson I don't Wentz see them squeaks in Bucks. somehow. Yeah. yeah, I don't see them meeting the Bucks somehow. Squeaks the uh, commanders squeak in. I don't see them beating the Rams. You know, they would have to get like a Seattle team that gets in and then it's not really looking good, but they got in anyway because I don't think that the top of the NFC – that they're there at the top. Garoppolo of the goes NFC. to Seattle and then gets hurt heading into the playoffs. Something that, like that. that. Yeah. Type of stuff. yeah, I actually think they're going to get one, man. I think Dak Prescott's going to have a MVP like season. Hmm. I think this is his bounce back year. But it's not even about. I'll, I'll shake it. What Key said exactly. I'm on the same page. It's same not page. about Dak Something. Prescott for me as much as it is just over time. My my opinions and thoughts change from day to day on a lot, and I have to look at stuff hear stuff, see stuff, and then I go, you know what, man? Nah, I'm tripping. Yeah, they not that good or this is new wrong. information you got to integrate. New information yeah, every single day. It's like, eh, C.D. Lamb, all of a sudden he becomes the one. Well, is he really going to be the one? Is he really going to be good enough? Who's the other receivers? Then if you see he is good enough, you have a different opinion. So, yeah, it changes. Everything's fluid. Ain't that what the guy on the other show says? It's fluid. It's dynamic. It's, you know, you got to adjust the new info. Let's go. married to an old opinion. Last and certainly not least, we'll start with our very own Cisco on this one. All right, Jay. 
Donovan Mitchell will be a member of my New York Knicks when they visit Utah on November 15th. Take it. The only nationally televised game for the Utah Jazz comes against the Knicks. Why do you think that is? I I think (laughs) this is going to happen. They've re-engaged conversations between the Jazz and the Knicks. And I think, frankly, Leon Rose, there's pressure on them to get this one done. Like, there's pressure on this franchise's management to get a win considering the way they've regressed after making the playoffs two years ago and then not making the playoffs last year. Being nowhere close. Knicks specialize every 10 years, 5 to 10 years. They get a guy good enough to get you to the second round of the playoffs. Then they stink for another 5 or 10 years, and the same thing happens. Dead end. Whatever Jay said, I'm going with. Why don't they, get, right why don't they find end. a way to land Donovan Mitchell, and then a year and a half, two years from now, you get Giannis. You have Giannis and Donovan Mitchell on the same team. Boy, that's always the Knicks' plan. It never works out, but if they did that... They'd have to get a whole bunch of shooting, but if they did, they could win. It feels like that's where they're trending in that direction. Giannis and D. Mitch with some shooters. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help, guys. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. And that was uh, Take It or Shake It. Um, Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, those are some pretty good topics. Donovan Mitchell obviously is going to the Knicks. Obviously, you got to take that, or they wouldn't have the only televised game scheduled between Utah. Sometimes the league gets a little bit clumsy in how they telegraph it. One nationally televised game against the New York Knicks. Yeah, that's because he's not getting traded. Jay, they're going to have D. Mitch and uh, and uh, who they just signed? Uh, Brunson. Brunson. Yeah, under investigation. Brunson and D. Mitch. Small backcourt. Small backcourt. But I like it. Jeez. Small backcourt. Yeah, I'm with you, Yates. But you, you know well, what? I mean, what, what were you giving their backcourt before? Would you give them like an air horn? Like a positive air horn? But at like, least what? you're not paying max dollars for it. You know what I'm saying? Got to spend the money sooner or later. What are you, what are you sitting on it for? Yeah, right. The Knicks have not Why been a place that can attract money? top flight talent. So they get the next money, level. <laughs> you're sitting on your money, cheap Jay. Yeah, because it's not Jim Dolan money. Yeah. The Knicks... The Knicks go CAA or Kentucky. That's where they get there. If you, if you played for Kentucky or you're rep by CAA, you're a New York Knick. That's how it works. Pretty much. Yeah. Boy, that's, uh, well, that's, that's the, the formula for a championship. The and the Lakers, by the way, what does this contract that LeBron just signed say about how LeBron feels about the Lakers? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.